This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Surroundings are getting dark, misty and cold. I'm not talking about the weather. A 0-0 draw against a near-striking Macclesfield has left a bitter taste in the hearts and minds of many. With a trip to the attacking league leaders tomorrow, the big question is, can the Stags shake off the shackles of negativity to go out and put up a fight? With questions raised over defensive setups and the Boo Boys being noticed in the dressing room, the management, staff and players have answered back this week as boss John Dempster disagrees with a defensive mindset and frontman Nicky Maynard wants to silence the Boo Boys. We'll hear from them in the next hour. We played with one sitting midfielder and two advanced, um, whereas Macclesfield play with two sitters and one advanced. So we were hoping to get more play in their half and their final third and create more opportunities. Um, because of the conditions and sometimes a lack of quality, we didn't get the ball uh, in the right areas for long enough to have more waves of attacks and we didn't get our wing-backs higher to get crosses in. I've spoke, spoke to a few of the, the younger lads and they feel that they sometimes need to do too much more to, to try and get the fans back on, on side when sometimes the easiest thing is to just to lay it off and carry on your run and get the ball over the other side rather than being a messy type player to try and wow the fans if you like. But as I say, we've got a few good young players here and it's a, it's a learning curve for them. And with the experience that we have, with the likes of myself and Bish and Maka, we can always um, help them along the way and it's, we're, we're in it together. So come along and let us be peacemakers and bring everybody back together again because tomorrow it is match day and of course it's nearly the season to be jolly. So come along, have your say on your team. Why? Because Mansfield matters. A very good evening and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, a show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield always matters. It's been a disappointing week in some ways. 
A 0-0 draw at Macclesfield has left a lot to be desired as the Stags look to continue their season with a trip to table toppers Swindon tomorrow. To dissect it all and to try and pull us back together, you've got myself and Nathan Edge, who didn't have a conversation before this podcast, but have somehow turned up in matching uniforms, which, ironically, is also going to be the kit worn by John Dempster's men tomorrow away at Swindon. Is it a sign that things are about to get better, or is it just pure coincidence Nathan good evening how are you good evening I am uh, I'm good now we've had a few days to uh, come to terms with Saturday <laughs> needed a few days to get over it but uh, here we are ready to dissect it again if we can hopefully with some help in the comments today because uh, I think there's a lot of different ways you can look at it really isn't there absolutely well John Dempster and Nicky Maynard have answered back in some ways uh, this week to comments such as are we playing too defensively with uh, defensive midfielders are we not defending corners and of course the boos as well there was a few cries of Dempster out after Macclesfield away uh, as well so let us know your thoughts in the comments now have your say on your team in the comments below and of course if you listen to the audio version of this come and join us uh, the next podcast will be I don't know uh, probably <laughs> next Wednesday or Friday one of the two we'll let you know it's, like it's, not uh, Thursday, it's, def- it's definitely not uh, definitely not Thursday uh, because I've got work again so it's not Thursday either Wednesday or Friday come and join us Uh, one man who's not with us uh, tonight is Cam because we have no idea where he is Uh, (laughs) last time we heard he was out pushing leaflets through letterboxes he's probably got lost knowing Cam uh, or he's found a a hat shop something like that but he has got his phone with him and it's in his hand and he's uh, put a comment in the uh, comments below well Football Manager came out this week and it seems like everyone else and it seems (laughs) everyone else is perfect let's hope the magic roundabout can change our fortunes and send Swindon into a spin don't even bother ringing the bell for that because that he didn't make the effort to be here so no not, I'm not <laughs> he having been it. planning that all week he has he's been, tr- he's been trusting those lines out that all week long Craig Priest S yeah do you know what's annoying me the most you didn't put it he's in got intro. it in no I didn't put it in the <laughs> intro and he's got it in before I have shocking yeah I know disappointing <laughs> uh, keep your comments coming in let us know what you thought of uh, the Macclesfield uh, result the performance and of course the comments made by the boss John Dempster uh, this week as well well, let's start then by looking... In fact, now, before we do that, I think it's important uh, to say that actually we were debating doing this podcast on Monday, but it was only a very last-minute work thing which actually prevented me from doing it. I think had we done this on Monday, we may have had to redact a few comments at some, some stage. So it's very important to stress <laughs> at this stage uh, that all of the opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the individuals and not their associated organisations. The same uh, goes for uh, yourselves in the comments as well. It is a place for you to have your say, of course it is, uh, but let's try and do so in a non-angry and non-blame-pointing uh, manner, if that's at all possible. Let's go back to... Uh, you tell me that before I, I arrive. I know. Uh, what are going to say now? I know. Uh, it's a very short show, isn't it? Uh, let's go <laughs> back... That's it. Let's go back to Saturday then, Nath. Uh, last Friday we were here, we were debating whether or not the game would go ahead with Macclesfield uh, players threatening to strike if they weren't paid mm. they were and at full time we were all wishing that they weren't <laughs> to be honest I thought our attacking attacking players had gone on strike to be fair during the, during the match I thought we'd switched it around a little bit because um, it was bitterly disappointing in the end and, and, and as you just point out there I'm sort of yeah, I'm, I'm a bit glad we didn't do the podcast Monday because as I said it's, it's taken me a few days to sort of 
um, I wouldn't say calm down because it's not like I'll have the match for a reason, but it just detox. gives you a bit more time to reflect. And yeah, detox is probably the right word. Try and sort of shake off the, the negativity that we were served up for two, three hours. And I'm going to say three hours because, to be to be honest, it was in the air from two p.m. In my opinion, um, as we were sat in, uh, we 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 arrived. <laughs> Um, about about one o'clock ish as we were sat in uh, we went up to, to the Super Bowl uh, for a few drinks in there just before the match which I stayed in there now because that's the only uh, opportunity we're going to see a strike I think that uh, <laughs> you know playing down those bowling, bowling alleys but <laughs> I'm in charge of that I can do it myself um, but yeah it, two o'clock I think it seemed to be the, the similar well the same opinion from, from everybody around us not just myself it was I think we all saw the team sheet and I think it was just a lot of disappointment because it's uninspiring it was the word that I think we used in the group chat yeah it was yeah uh, uninspiring and, and, and certainly disappointing it to put out a, a defensive team like that you know I, I I went through the whole squad that in my head that who was available to play you know as in fit and, and not injured or suspended and if you labelled one of those players as either defensive minded or attacking minded Every single player that was available that was defensive minded was on that pitch, bar Connor, uh, uh, Bobby Lesnick. So every player you could play that was defensive minded was on that pitch. That's fit. Yeah. And that left you with two players left, which obviously were the two strikers we had on there, which is kind of a bit pointless because if you can't get the service to them, what is the point of having two strikers on there? If it, you know, obviously he's better than uh, one or or not, obviously, but it kind of defeats the object when you're not going to be able to create much and the problem the issue I've got is if we put that team out tomorrow against Swindon then you might understand, understand it a little bit more because they're top of the league but I'd still be disappointed with that a little bit but we did that against Macclesfield and this is no disrespect to them because mm-hmm. they got off to a good start however you've got to say that their preparation for the match obviously wasn't great they hadn't trained much if at all really um, and it was an opportunity for us to go out there with a bit of attacking, uh, you know, drive to us and t- take the game to us, but we didn't do that. Yeah, we certainly didn't. It, like, I like to say, we talked about that team selection a lot, and we'll hear from John Dempster and get his thoughts on it um, later in the show. I know he's come out and defended that uh, team selection, <coughs> which of course he will do because he's the manager and he picked it, he's responsible for it. But if you look at that, I get exactly what you're saying. If that lineup starts against Swindon, you're probably saying, yeah, because what you want to do is soak up pressure, mm. try and stop a free scoring side from scoring, and then try and go and nick one in the later stages of the game. But against Macclesfield, a team who were mid table, like ourselves, uh, not a bad side, <clears throat> but are also a good, an easy side to break down if you play the attacking players. And when you're taking into consideration the way we played in midweek against Burton with a completely pretty much changed squad and those attacking players you have to question why they didn't play and we didn't go for it it almost felt like we'd set up for a draw it was very very <clears throat> negative you can't for me go to a place like Macclesfield and set up in that system <clears throat> and expect to get anything out of the game well, this is the thing like people uh, <clears throat> sort of the, the, the ones who have been and I don't think there's been many out there but the ones who have been defending the team <clears throat> selection have kind of been saying as supporters are we being arrogant saying that we should be going there and beating Maxfield well I'm sorry but when you've put together a squad like this when you've invested in the way you have yes you should be going yeah. there expecting to win it doesn't mean it's going to happen so 
you know, if we went down, and this is what I was saying at the end of the game, or, well, yeah, I was saying, if we went down and had a go, but lost or drew, then I'd, I still don't think there would be as much of a negative feel in the no. air than there is right now. And I, and I don't think Dempster coming out and, 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 and fighting back is helping, to no, be in my opinion. I think it's worse. No, I, I, really, in a way, he should just come out and say, hold his hands up and say you know I didn't I well it's, it's two ways to do it you either say I didn't um, in well, well I made a mistake and we should have got a bit more attacking or I just come out and said that he did put out two two players that were supposed to, supposed to play more attacking then he should be asking questions of why they didn't do it because that didn't happen did it it was quite clear to see so there's two issues there, which is it, to me, for me, he's, he's not addressing, and in some ways, mm-hmm. it's just setting us up for the next few games where he's going to stick with it now because he's, he's going to think, well, I can't, I can't change it now, I can't back down because I've just come out there and defended my, my yeah. manager, managerial tactics, etc. So and it's not going to change it because if he changes it now, it looks like he's bound to fan pressure. Exactly, and then we, and but then that also works in his favour because if he changes it and goes all out attack at Swindon, we get thumped three or four nil, and he comes out and goes, well, that's that's what happened. But this is it? the problem, though. This, that nobody can win in this situation now. No, this but, has made it so much worse. But it's like I said earlier, you you would have excused him oh. a bit. You'd have understood a bit more about going a bit more defensive at Swindon because that's what teams would mm. do. Teams would go to the top of the league and set up defensively, but you don't do that at Macclesfield away or. There's been other games, a bit like Chorley, really. We 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 wasn't that attacking then, no. and, and that's against bottom of the league in the national league. Anyway, I've since got another win, by the way. Fantastic for them because it was against the Seaworth. Well, so. easy, well done. But you know, the, the, the other point is, is that I also really want to get out there, and this is something that is probably even more relevant as well with what, what happened earlier this this week is with the reserve game. So we have we've had two matches this in the last last week or so we've had the reserve match uh, where we played uh, Rotherham it was Rotherham wasn't it yeah yep. 1-4-1 <laughs> uh, we had 4-1 win good performance and we also obviously had the uh, leasing.com match against Burton away where we fielded more of the attacking players who, who needed minutes and needed an opportunity and this is what baffles me just sorry to put in oh. but against that Burton were a very strong oh, strong absolutely. first team a good league one side so why are we going attacking against a strong league one side and playing defensive at Macclesfield away which absolutely backs up that point but then you go a step further right he, you could say alright he gambled putting them out against Burton could have gone wrong but he didn't he gambled those players put in a very good performance what else can they do to earn a start yeah. in the league? That, that to me now, why, when they're going to go into these reserve matches or mm-hmm. leasing.com games or whatever other matches, they're going to think now, well, does it really matter how we no. perform in this? Because we, it clearly, what's the incentive? They're not going to get picked on a Saturday because whether he's got his favourites or whether he's absolutely set on playing in this way, set up in this way he wants to they're not going to get their chance so it, it, it kind of sinks in from that aspect as well what do they need to do exactly keep your comments uh, coming in on the live feed I'll try and get through uh, as, them as uh, quickly as I can please do forgive me though if they're flooded and I do miss uh, one or two I will just say this though I have just banned somebody from the comments um, because for leaving political messages if you have seen it I do apologise uh, this is in no way shape or form an advertising platform for any political party we're not interested in politics we're interested in football that's all I'm going to say on that 
Vote Mansfield matters. Um, John <laughs> says that we all get angry, Craig, and frustrated in the team, but we still go and watch. We are true fans. Um, Gary says, "Well said, John. Uh, support we need. I'll be there tomorrow. I will also." Uh, he says, uh, "Away from home, uh, away from home isn't the problem, guys. Six unbeaten. It's at home where we struggle." I would slightly argue against uh, that a little bit because. Uh, for me, yeah, six unbeaten is great, but you look at the result in there against Macclesfield and you think well, that's another two points dropped. Um, also, last season we drew at Macclesfield and said that could cost us at the end of the season. Ultimately, how many points did we miss out by? One. And there you go. Um, if we'd have beat Macclesfield, we'd have been better off. But it's not. It's not just the result, though, is it? It's it's the performance. <coughs> I think this is the the big issue, really. Yeah, the desire to go and push, the desire to press, the mm. desire to want to win. Uh, Callum says, "I'll never boo the team off, nor chant Dempster out." But Saturday uh, was terrible. It was just too negative from two pm when we all saw the the team lineup. If any game showed how much we missed Otis Kant, it was that game. Swindon are beatable. It's either going to be a close game or a thrashing for me, depending on the lineup. Um, uh, John says true fans go week in week out thick or thin but we do need to press more and prove that we are the team from last season again that's another issue when I, which I'll come on to in a minute uh, and Mark asks do you think JD will see the end of the season with the Stags yes like it or not he's here till the end of the season that's, that's, my, think? that's my feeling Yeah. unless we end up rock bottom he's here to stay <coughs> until the end of the season I personally think if if uh, another team, as in Bolton or Maxwell, go 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 bust, which obviously Twitchwood they don't, but if they did, obviously there's no relegation spots for them. Yes, he will because what have the club got to lose in that aspect. But I don't know. I I my gut feeling is Christmas, and if we're not in a better position, I think I think the board might have to do something because there are supporters out there that are saying they're not going to go anymore now. I'm not one of them, although I'm frustrated yeah. and not yeah. happy. Yeah. I'm not going to stop going. I'm going to wear this shirt regardless, whether yeah. we're in League Two, Conference, Conference North, I don't care where we are, I'll be supporting the club, but um doesn't mean I'm not frustrated. Five years in the Conference, miss one game. Well, there you yeah, go, there exactly. You go. Um, so it doesn't mean... Um, yeah, I'm going to slightly disagree with the comment, I think, oh, whether I might have misheard it, but anyway, just because they're booing doesn't make them not proper supporters. It's a little bit different, but there are people now saying that they are going to stop going now this is where it gets complicated yeah. because we've done over the last few years we've the club has come on so far and we've started seeing the progression certainly off the pitch anyway and on it but we saw the progression off the pitch with it with the attendance rising and things like that we don't want to throw that away and, and as, as much as everyone wants to say just just get to the club and back them as, as, as much as we'd all love it it's not that easy and there's not going to be people aren't going to do that because it, it costs money uh, people are passionate and, and it's hard to face it sometimes so what do we do do we leave it to the end of the season but risk losing another thousand fans on the on the gates each each week I don't think the club the, the board will want that because it's going to be a lot to rebuild it's a very tough decision and one to one to mull over a lot the issue for me, this is the problem I've got and I've said it numerous times, comes from the ambition that we've highlighted and set out. It has been publicly stated that, and rightly so to be fair, because of how close we've been in, in previous seasons, that the board expect promotion this season. It's been intimated that the board also could potentially expect top three this mm. season because that is progression from where we were last season. They expect promotion this season. 
but our form doesn't match it and that's where for me the frustration comes in that's where yeah. the frustration comes from the fact that we're not we're going to Macclesfield we're not going out to attack to win games because to win promotion you have to win games mm. if we had come out and said this season is a season of consolidation we're just going to try and balance things we've had a good couple of years transition just, it's a bit of a transition we want to get Dempster up he deserves his chance but he's, it's not going to click for him straight away we're going to give him this season mm. you know we'll be happy at mid-table if he gets into playoffs great we get promotion even better we'll be happy at mid-table if, if that had been publicly said I'd be happy with how we're playing right now but it's and not frustrated it's just the fact that we have outlined publicly that we are going for promotion because this is not promotion form and anyone who says otherwise is a liar <laughs> and we've done that so we've, we've, we've come out publicly and said obviously we want promotion and we sort of put our money where our mouth is as well by bringing in uh, arguably two two prolific goal scorers. So, Another point. Um, you know, expertly back to what I just said. Absolutely, rise the expectation even more. Which it's it's hard. It's hard to get get carried away when you you sign in one of the league's top goal scorers and Nicky Maynard. So it's automatically and the winner in Kellen Gordon. Yeah, yeah. It's it's automatically regardless of even what they said. Like. I'm not saying it's a bad thing signing those players. Obviously, no, not. no, not but, at but, all. No, no, but no. it's it's those expectation levels. But it, like you said, it's still probably it might have been different if they came out. It might not have been, but it, it, there's a good, there's more of a chance it would have been a different situation right now, as in with the pressure John Dempster's under. Yeah. If they if they did come out at the beginning of the season and said, obviously promotion would be incredible, but this season it's about. Consolidation. It's not even a word. Oh, it sounds Consolidation, yeah. Consolidation. Mate, you know, what, you know what show I went on ITV, <laughs> you should know. True, true. Um, yeah, Info! Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it. Uh, you know, if, if they came out and said that, it could have been a, a different scenario. In the, in the, I think he still would have been under some pressure, but it would have been different. And I think he may have been allowed a bit more time from, from a more of a proportion of the, of the supporters. He still wouldn't have you still wouldn't have had people that have happened we had people last year when we got to Christmas and we'd only lost one off season and some of them still weren't happy so yeah. you're never ever ever going to please everybody yeah. but I don't think the pressure would be as, as, as high as it is right now and I don't think there's any way of hiding it because no. there was a poll put out on social media granted it was after not the performance not by us as well not, by the way we not had nothing us. to do with that poll no absolutely not but uh, put out on social media after the um, after the match so obviously again tensions are pretty high yeah. at that point but the results were quite quite astonishing, really, in 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 the favour of of John Stem John Dempster, you know, losing his job. So that tells a story in itself, really. But like you said, if it was a different, if if it's all down to expectations, that now, is all it boils down to. The other point I'd probably say is when you compare this to, I'm not going to compare last season as a whole. I'm going to compare Macclesfield now and Macclesfield last season because. For me, Macclesfield last season was one of the worst games, worst performance we've put in, bar the last few of the last end of the season. But when you take into comparison the better half of the season, which is the first half, for me, Macclesfield was the worst performance we had. However, Macclesfield this season was still a hundred times worse than that, in my opinion, than what we had last year. And do you know what? Do you know what highlights that even more? Macclesfield away this season was just another in a long line of similar performances Absolutely. this season, and that's the if worrying factor. The, the bit that's that's good to me is it's not a one-off game. It's 
it's been like this for many, and, and a lot of those have been at home, which is the majority where the majority of supporters are seeing it. So that's the gutting thing. And if we if we were seeing, we had a little spell where we went a bit more attacking, and you could see us creating chances, and you think, hold on a minute, yeah, are we starting to click? And the defense was getting a little bit a little bit tighter. And you think, hold on, this, maybe we're starting to click now. But for whatever reason, we've gone backwards again, and with that. I don't think it's a coincidence. We're going very negative yeah. tactics again, team selections again. That's what's. There's not much to get excited about. There's not much to drive that positivity into us. That's that's the issue. It's the performance levels. I felt like obviously after the Grimsby game that it was starting to turn around. We obviously knew that then the Oldham game followed, which obviously ramped the expectation through the roof again. Mm. Uh, then obviously the Forest Green. We played poorly, but we we as a squad dug together and clawed back into the game Fantastic. and they were top of the league at the time yeah. which is again superb exactly then we're going to lose against Salford at home and it drops and because we lost against Salford at home I think that's where it started to weaken again yes we went on to beat Warsaw away but then we had another home game where we didn't back it up because we had put in another poor performance and ended up losing 3-2 to Colchester yeah. and it's those little things sometimes when you try and tie a knot in something you don't tie it tight enough mm. and something pulls it apart it's those little picking things we've had the opportunity since then to try and rectify it a little bit by going out attacking and, and, and positive against Chorley which we, we didn't do yeah. that was an opportunity and yes it's a cup and yes other sides can come and like that and try and upset the odds and be defensive but they, they wasn't really they they probably deserved as much out of it surely it wasn't a hard game they didn't make it hard no, we made didn't. it hard for ourselves by being yeah. negative so that's the first opportunity there where what we had which was a miss then we had Burton away and we did we took the opportunity we put our yeah. attacking side and we took it that that should have been the point where right league match on, on Saturday right, we've call, got Macclesfield call this crazy that side of Burton should have started maybe by one or two changes st- yeah. at Macclesfield I would absolutely agree we're with sitting that. here we're having a different conversation and and, and uh, I, we can't. Uh, people might say that. Oh, it's easy to say now in hindsight after the match. No, it's not. We, if, if you go back to last week's podcast, we said the same. Yeah. We said a lot of those players deserved to be in contention for the match on on Saturday. And the two standout performances didn't even get a look in. Alistair Smith dropped back into his natural uh, box ticking position on the bench. Mm-hmm. James Clark was nowhere to be seen in the squad. Amari again didn't get a game. No. And. Well, the standout performers, the ones who were added that attacking flair, just weren't there. That that bench on 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 Saturday, aside from uh, Bobby Lesnick, every single one of those players would have had a positive effect yeah. in that team. As in, more attackive, more creative, any one of them. But they were all on the bench, which which to me kind of thought, well, you know, if we if we do keep uh, Maxfield at bay for a long time, at least when we do make substitution, it's going to be a positive one. So. That was a silver lining for me. I was kind of thinking, you know, as, it, as we tick along, it can only get better. Um, but we should have been starting with that team. Well, with a different team. For, Absolutely. For me. A bit more attacking flaring. Let's go back to some of the comments uh, which have been uh, flooded in. So I do apologise again uh, if I missed them. Uh, Gary says, we were awful at Mac last season. We even struggled with uh, the, with Flitcroft drawing one all. Only just better than the county game. So uh, obviously looking at the comparisons between the two. Uh, he also says, fair point uh, with the expectation factor. Uh, Mark says, I believe there must be a change at Christmas at the latest. Tis 
Tisdale etc available at the moment um, midfield is missing the is the missing ingredient says uh, Gary the forwards are feeding on scraps there's nothing from to, to feed on the one chance I can remember us having at Macclesfield was when uh, Maynard was clean through and uh, put it wide uh, maybe at not expecting to get the chance maybe expecting to be offside um, probably should have scored yeah, should we, have buried we, it yeah, that, he knows that will he is his chance yeah. absolutely uh, John asks Craig you are going tomorrow I assume you assume correct I am uh, however for the first time this week uh, in a long time I thought if I didn't have a ticket the, it's only the fact that I've got a ticket at the moment which is making me go but then I'd wake up on Saturday and go anyway You'd go I anyway. would be I've been in this situation before you'd yeah. be like shall I even when money's been tight you've, you've found it from somewhere and, and made sure you went so, absolutely uh, I, am, I am going tomorrow I am on my own I will be driving on my own sitting on my own because I've got no friends but I don't care <laughs> I will be there wearing this shirt with pride wearing this badge with pride cheering on the team pride uh, strong but... well yeah <laughs> uh, uh, Callum says uh, and with our squad we should be up there in the top three it wouldn't be as bad if all of our best players had left in uh, it wouldn't be as bad if all of our top best players had left in the transfer window but we're pretty much the, the exact same team um, and Gary says we should have beaten Mac uh, to Miss Sitters well Nathan there's been a lot of uh, questions mm. we've been talking about it in the last half an hour or so uh, about the team selection that has filtered through to the dressing room uh, first and foremost very briefly you've heard, we're going to hear his full comments in a minute in a nutshell though John Dempster has come out and defended that and explained his reasons for it and also explained the defending of corners bringing everybody back what have you made of that do you think it was the wrong thing for him to do or do you think it's a way of him saying look we have done this for a reason him trying to explain it to the fans and trying to get them to see his way of thinking where are you on the pendulum it's hard because you can as you sort of said earlier you can sort of see why he's done it but for me, I, I don't think it's productive. I don't think it's going to help. It's it's a bit too late to help, I think. If he did it a few weeks ago, possibly. But I think now, I don't, my, my gut feeling is it's just a little bit too late. And it's like a bit like Saturday. I, I think everybody... I didn't find one supporter in, in, in that stadium that was obviously in the way and that we spoke to, uh, which was a lot of people talking about it. I don't... Everyone had a different view apart from John Dempster. And it's his that matters because he's the one that's picking the team and things. And he might see things in a bit of a different way to us, but surely all those people can't be wrong, can they? I know well, we all say we're football managers, but and it's different when you're not in that scenario. But can everyone be wrong? But then we wasn't proven wrong. Well, everyone has an opinion, and John Nemster has an answer to it. Here he is speaking to I Follow Stags earlier this week. Strap yourselves in and leave us your comments below on John Dempster's comments. Going through the team, I think um, Conrad and the back three were very good, um, probably more from an out-of-possession point of view. Uh, we played with one sitting midfielder and two advanced, um, whereas Macclesfield played with two sitters and one advanced. So we were hoping to get more play in their half and their final third and create more opportunities um, because of the conditions and sometimes a lack of quality we didn't get the ball uh, in the right areas for long enough um, to have more waves of attacks and we didn't get our wing backs higher to get crosses in uh, and of course we we played with two centre forwards like we have for the majority of the season whereas a lot of teams play with one we, we've been um, more positive and attacking and play with two centre forwards so 
to to say that we it was a negative setup, I'd disagree. To, if you were to say that both teams cancelled themselves out a little bit, that'd be a fair assumption. Um, we did look to change it in the second half, making three substitutions, but uh, Danny going off obviously affected the last. 10-15 minutes and um, in the end I don't think it was a bad point we don't always have 11 players back from corners but um, if you use the Colchester game for example when you know some of the shouts were probably louder than previous games um, we set up a certain way uh, and it's not something new but Colchester had two players out taking the corner uh, which allows them to either play short or put the ball in the box and we send two players out to mark them uh, we have a goalkeeper in between the sticks and two players who are zonal markers one in the in the front hole zone uh, by the front post and one in the six yard zone uh, both players are zonal and it's their job to go and head the ball away their position's affected whether it's an in-swing or out-swing delivery um, and it's their job to go and go and head the ball away. Um, that's four players. We mark the player that goes on to our goalkeeper. That's five players. Um, we also man-to-man mark the pod that uh, you know go go and attack the ball. Um, that's four players. Um, and then we mark the, the the player that's on the edge of the box um, because if you don't mark that player, he can land on the ball. Um, and, and, and cause problems and that, that's 11 players so uh, if we could put an extra player on the pitch it'd help but but we can't um, and of course that that leaves the opposition with two players back so it's the, the debate really is is an interesting one because you'd either have to sacrifice the front post zone or the six yard zone and I think over a course of a season if you do that you'll concede more goals than you will from you know leaving a player up um, when you look at top-level football, it's something that uh, the champions of Europe do in Liverpool. Uh, the champions of England do the same in Man City. And if you want a more kind of relative example, um, the top three, the, the, the teams that are currently occupy, occupying the automatic promotion slots in Swindon, Forest Green and Bradford, they do the same. So it's not something that's uncommon or negative. It's um, something that a lot of teams do. Stags boss John Dempster speaking to I Follow Stags earlier this week. You can catch that in full by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow where you can see lots of other great content on there as well. Keep your comments coming in. Want to hear your views. Uh, have your say on your team. And a reminder, the views expressed in this broadcast are those of the individuals and not their associated organisations. That goes for you guys at home as well. Keep your comments coming in. Uh, really want to hear from you tonight. Have your say on Dempster's comments. Uh, anything else as well? Who, you, who would you play? Who wouldn't you play? That sort of thing. Always the platform for you to get your comments in. Uh, we heard from him there, Nathan, explaining the uh, the, the setup on Saturday at Macclesfield and also mm. the corner uh, routine as well. And another thing you mentioned was that of Danny Rose. Let's talk about him because uh, another uh, bit of uh, bad news this week is that he'll be out for three to four weeks uh, with a hamstring injury. Uh, pulled up about five minutes or so uh, uh, after coming on mm. uh, as a sub. He was also very bizarrely as well brought on um, with about. 15-20 minutes left to go and then he brings CJ on and leaves us with one striker up top and we end up finishing the game with 10 men these things happen uh, these injuries happen uh, it's just one of those things but it felt like a very bizarre substitution to eventually because 
for me, CJ did not go up front. He went on the left hand side. Went five mm. in midfield, and we effectively shut up shop. Was the, the shut something up we shot didn't more know. than we already had? Uh, they did, and then, and then the, which was which was already pretty much shut up shop, wasn't it? But it was like trying to close on a Black Friday sale, wasn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Seasonal banter. <laughs> Say. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think Maynard should have been taken off. Uh, if anybody was going to score on Saturday, he was probably the most likely. Although he did miss a sitter. Uh, well, I won't say sitter, but he missed a good opportunity. Uh, but we don't know the circ- Was he tired? We don't know necessarily. He didn't look it, but obviously coaching staff and whatnot know more information than we do. So. It's hard to say, but a little bit disappointing uh, that that was done. But, I mean, it was... When we were sat in the stand, it was interesting when when Danny Rose did pull up. Obviously, it was gutting because you know, he's only just come back from a little bit of yeah. time out. Uh, he's a top goal scorer, and the Danny Rose this season has been the Danny Rose of old, where, you know... Which, to be fair, players, we need to so. give credit to Dempster for as well because he's given him more of a free role and got yeah, his belief back got, got the best out of him which is uh, which, which is fantastic but um, we were we were saying like throughout the whole game he was he was being John Dempster was being called to make the subs you know everyone wanted the subs and and actually he gambled a little bit and did all three which has been criticised for, for, for not doing, doing in yeah. the past and I, and, and I did feel from a little bit with, with this the yeah. fact that he's actually made the gamble he's done what all the supporters wanted to do and then five minutes later the, a player pulls up with an injury which that is absolutely gutting it's bad luck for, for, for Danny it's obviously it's bad luck for, for John so that was that was tough to take really and, and just given the situation what was left on the pitch just made it worse maybe the you know I don't think we should have been left with one striker on anyway uh, but uh, that happened bad luck as you said but the, the question needs to be asked and this is something that a lot of people have pointed out not just Saturday I've got to stress that it wasn't it's not being highlighted just because Saturday because of what happened it's been said before about players preparation you know are they warming up properly are they getting ready because we all know how important it is in football that's why play, teams at top levels well even at our level they, they invest a lot in in the right fitness coaches and things like that now it's been pointed out a lot of the time especially from those who are sitting in the dugouts it doesn't seem like players are warming up properly and especially at half time where uh, it was noticed at, at, at half time on, on Saturday that it was like a, a Sunday league game where they were just out kicking the ball into a, into a net there was no proper drills that we've seen in previous seasons where they've been warming up properly and, and there were four players out then and um, as, a, as a friend who, who, who come down in the car was pointed out three of those are going to be coming on uh, well, chances are three of those are going to be coming on out of that four. Uh, obviously, three did in the end, um, and you just think how is that? That doesn't seem to be pre- preparing properly. So, you know, they didn't walk right at half time. They then went and sat down on the bench for for twenty thirty minutes, and they didn't get up and do a proper warm before coming on. So, is it a surprise that you know a player comes on and pulls his hamstring on a wet, cold, heavy pitch? It, it, it's not, and you just think. I remember Adam Murray coming into the. It's probably not the best example, but how things turned out. But he came into it and he said, a lot of the things about football is about those small percentages of <coughs> one and two percent of getting things right and doing them better. Something like warming up properly and preparing properly, getting your muscles warm, uh, and and reducing that le- risk of injury is that one or two percent that could make the difference. Come the end of the game, come the end of the season. So we need to get that right. And it just for me, it, it sort of. 
it seems a bit unprofessional and it's something that probably needs to change well you're not the only one who uh, who thinks that as well uh, Callum in the comments has, put, has said uh, glad Nathan said that Maxfield were doing all these little drills getting ready and we were just smashing balls at a and it just seems wrong uh, to me uh, get your thoughts in on that as well and uh, we wish Danny Rose another speedy recovery yes. fingers crossed talking of uh, <coughs> positive let's try and flip the coin a little bit because uh, before we hear from uh, Nicky Maynard um Reserves this week, one four one, very yeah. youthful side in there as well. Uh, Amari got his traditional run out, yep. scored. <laughs> Again, we're a striker light on Saturday. John, just saying. Um, and there was also a return from the bench, very briefly, of Craig Davis, the forgotten Davo, 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 Craig. Um, Princey is his known on Twitter. No idea what that's all about. No, not a clue. Um, <laughs> but he was back and finally good to see him get a, a few minutes. He won't be in the squad for Saturday, I wouldn't have thought. No. He'll be nowhere near the squad until probably January time. Mm. He's got to get game time, he's got to get the minutes, but it's that first little step on that ladder and it's fantastic to see. Yeah, I'm really, really happy about that news. Obviously, with, with, with the return of Jordan Graham as well, we've yeah. got a, a few players coming back into the mix now, which... Um, you know, which which it's going to be helpful for us. It's going to be important throughout the, the you know the season, and um, you know, especially Davo or whatever, <laughs> Davo. Um, you know, he's it, one that we haven't seen that much of yet. We saw some glimpses of him to, at the start of last season, and I think uh, you know he looked strong then, and he, at that point he was coming back from injury, so. Um, it was it was always always going to take a bit of time for him to sort of come back up to speed and things. So we're going to have the same again this season, but hopefully we'll see him feature. And I I like it's hard. To, obviously, we don't know that much of him as a player really, but he seems to be one that's probably quite good to have around the dressing room. He seems quite active on social media, very supportive of of, of other players and and, uh, and and the team and things like that. So to me, he comes across as a good character. To, to have a have about so having him at, uh, you know in amongst training again and uh, in amongst hopefully the first team when he's back fit and ready is only going to be positive. Very apt that you mentioned that as well. So we're going to hear from Nicky Maynard now who uh, has addressed the booing issue and uh, the fact that the boys openly prefer to play away from home is not you know it's been said by members of the Stags dressing room that they prefer mm. to play away from home uh, at the minute. Um, he talks about getting those experienced heads in there and trying to get them through it. What do you make of that interview? Because we'll hear from it in a second, but mm. the nutshell of it is it's another player highlighting the fact they don't like playing at home, which again puts it in a negative mind mindset because those supporters, and I use that term loosely, who were there, who were getting on their backs constantly from the first minute and booing and, and all of this stuff, they will feed on that like leeches mm. and make it an even hostile and more toxic thank you, yeah. environment for the players to play in. What do you make of his comments? Should he have said it? I don't know. <laughs> to, to, to put it to put it plainly. Um, probably not because to me it's starting to feel a little bit like it's them against us that's that's how it feels right now and it's not a good environment for for anybody so uh for, for the club in general it's a, i kind of get it because i i agree with what with bitsy saying booing isn't going to help there's something i stress so much at the start of the season yeah. especially with conrad logan yeah you look especially when it's directed at a player individually 
I get it because it's not going to help that player's confidence and it's going to rock them and when you it's a, it's, it's a vicious circle because if you boo them the confidence goes down the confidence down the performances go down so the performances go down you boo them yeah so it's, it's vicious that's, cycle that's you know you come straight around it's a circle of boos not life get it yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I got okay. it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> anyway, stop laughing. Shocking. Um, in fact, boom. Oh, see, now I'm a bit confidence is down. Form's gonna go. It was never right anyway. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it's a vicious circle. So I get, I get the issue. For me, the difference, I, I, the booing isn't really now until the end of the game. I've not noticed that much. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You, you said a different area to the. Uh, was talking at home anyway in particular I mean Saturday there was none in, during the game at home I'm embarrassed really. I'm embarrassed at home it's ridiculous I, I know it has been a, the last couple of games Colchester and um, well Charlie wasn't great to be fair but yeah Colchester anyway I didn't notice that much throughout the game it was right at the end which I think is fair enough because yeah as long as it doesn't become personal like it has done yeah I think supporters do have a right within reason to 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 stress their frustrations because we can't just we love the club you can't just sit there and clap them off or stand there and clap them off at the end of the game if it's been poor but been poor for a long time so yeah. I get the frustration but I get I get both sides of the argument so it's hard to say but I don't know it's as long it's more direct at the management than players and I think I don't know whether the players know that but, but are coming together as a collective I don't know whether they think it's more direct to them. I don't know, obviously. But for me, it just feels like it's us against them at the moment, which is obviously not what a football club should be. It should be everyone together, which is they've got to... It's going to be tough, but there's got to be a way to try and build it. And the only way they can do it is positivity from both us as a fans, but, and a big but, it also has to come from the management as well by going out there with a bit more positive on-the-field tactics and, and, and team selection. We just need something to galvanise us. It's as simple as that. Uh, let's hear the perspective from the dressing room then. Let's hear it from Stag striker Nicky Maynard, who begins by talking about his performance uh, against Macclesfield and whether or not he was disappointed with that missed chance which could have uh, sealed us the game and his performance in general. And, of course, the current mood in the dressing room as the boys just love playing away. I was only disappointed in myself, to be honest. Um, I felt that... One of the chances, um, I'm quite critical of myself and the chances that do come my way and I knew I should have put it away. Um, it was with the, the last chance that I had, I think. I've shot with the outside of my foot. I didn't get the ball out of my feet uh, enough to get up around it with the inside of my foot, so it was always going away from goal. Um, so I was just disappointed in myself more than anything. I think we can be happy with the fact that we've we've... we've come away with a, with a draw um, that makes it three games without a defeat and so that's the kind of consistency that um, we, we need if we, we want to get to where we want to be they're doing very well at the minute um, scoring a lot of goals but we've just come away from a, a game with a clean sheet and I think the lads are going to go into the game full of confidence and so we want to go make this three games unbeaten going into four games unbeaten and as I said this consistency especially coming into the Christmas period as well will be important for us it's more free I think um, we're, we're playing with a bit more freedom away from home knowing that one misplaced pass or so a dribble that doesn't really make it or a shot that goes wide doesn't get um, boohooed if you like um, 
I think there's a few of the, the, the players in and around the dressing room which get disheartened with the fact that they're trying to do well for the, for, for the team um, and they're not getting the full backing from the supporters, which is understandable in a way because we know where they want to be. But um, at the same time, we're all in it together and we just need to, to support each other. Um, and I think away from home, um, obviously the fans are, are more vocal and they get behind the lads a lot more. And I think that's why we we seem to be doing better away from home than at home. I'm experienced enough to block everything out, wherever, <clears throat> wherever um, I'm doing really well, and the lad, the, the fans are cheering my name, or I'm not doing so well, and they're booing me. Um, that doesn't bother me, to be honest. As I say, I've been in the game long enough to to be able to shut anything out and concentrate on what I need to do. I've spoke spoke to a few of the, the younger lads, and they feel that they sometimes need to do too much more to, to try and get the fans back on, on side when sometimes the easiest thing is to just to lay it off and carry on your run and get the ball over the other side rather than being the messy type player to try and wow the fans if you like but as you say there's, we've got a few good young players here and it's a, it's a learning curve for them <clears throat> and with the experience that we have with the likes of myself and Pish and Maka we can always um, help them along the way and as we're, we're in it together and um, we feel that if if one player feels down, we all feel down, and then it's all to, all <clears throat> up to us to um, get them get them back up, upbeat, and say look forward to the to the game and try and do as best we can to get three points. Striker Nicky Maynard speaking to I Follow Stags earlier this week. Catch us out at mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow where you can see lots of great content as well. Keep you the last few comments uh, coming in, get your predictions in uh, about your team selection. Who would you like to see in the starting 11 tomorrow at Swindon and so on and so forth. Last couple of minutes or so uh, to be able to do that. He was speaking there, Nathan, about... Um, the team confidence, the players sort of feeling a little bit down and feeling a little bit edgy towards playing at home. Understand this, players. We are 100% behind you. We want you to succeed as much as you want to succeed. There are a section, and I mean a section, a minority of supporters, which again I use in inverted comments, who just like to boo and like to get on your back. Let's just ignore them and focus on your game. You do you, because we know that you are capable of going out and performing with that intensity, with that hunger and desire to go and score goals. Because once you get one, that crowd will lift. Once you get another, that crowd will lift again. It's all about getting that first goal and breaking down that wall and piercing that uh, little barrier because we all want the same thing. We are all in this together, but you need to believe that we believe in you as well. I don't, I don't want this to come, Nathan, a situation like you mentioned before of us and them mm. we are a one team we succeeded so well last season because the belief was there we supported we got behind them we, even when things weren't going quite right we always knew it was there the frustration needs to be taken away in some way shape or form and something needs to happen to get that dressing room back on our track because at the moment it feels like they're pulling so far away from us it almost feels like to us they don't want to play as much and I know that's a ridiculous statement to say and I hate saying it but that's how it feels in some well, respects it, 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 more rather than saying they don't want to play as much I mean they've come out openly and said they don't really want to play at home which is the opposite of what you want really you want to be strong at home and and that's where you want it to be uh, your 
fortress really don't you you want that's where you want the good performances solid performances crowd behind you and that's where you want your opposition to, to dread coming but it's not it's the opposite it, it, nothing's going right it's quite toxic and it's quite um, well obviously a pressured environment that's why the players aren't enjoying it and, and sports aren't enjoying it let's say let's be honest is anybody enjoying it at the moment probably not not at home um, and that's 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 part of the issue so you're right it's not what we, we need it's kind of it's going to become sort of us against them but at the same time as as we need to do more as supporters which is true we do which is hard but you do but they also need to do a bit more as players and the bit that I'm going to slightly disagree with disagree with Nicky Maynard there is where he said like they're getting booed for, for missed passes and dribbling the ball and losing it and, and shooting and, and missing and getting booed I don't think that's quite necessarily the case for me certainly Saturday one moment sticks out in my, in my mind which is uh, that it was in the second half uh, I think it was Mal Bennett and he went on a, a long run he took it from his own half and went took, took it all the way yeah. on a long run down the other side of the pitch didn't get far of it he lost it but there were people around us standing up and applauding for him because it was that positive attitude the drive to, the drive to go and yeah, do something yeah. with it and that that's I think all we want to see it's a bit we go back many, many, many years ago to when we was in uh, in in League One uh, under Stuart Watkiss, I think it was, uh, when we we wasn't doing well. We were losing games. It was all by the odd goal. We were losing games, and 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 obviously we it ended up being relegate the relegation season out of that you know, short spell we had in League One, but the difference was back then the players were being applauded off the pitch because they were giving it a go as in I'm not saying they're not trying now but they were giving it a go in a positive way we just wasn't good enough in the end but we know these players have got the quality the dip that they're not doing is giving it a go they're not being aggressive and attacking enough that it's it's too negative and I think that's where the fans are getting frustrated if we went out this a bit like I said earlier I, I, I really do feel if we went out there to take the game two teams we probably should have done this earlier season it might be a bit different now but if that's how we started out and I, I think the the attitude would be a little bit different because that's what happened last season we had a sticky start it wasn't great to start off with but you could see us doing the right things and attacking teams and, and going for the wins the sense was there yeah the, the knowledge was there and the belief was there that it was going to come and it did and, and the and results, results weren't for a while but this this time it feels the the opposite yeah and, and that, that's the highlight yeah and, and I just think that's what the players can do or is it the players is it the manager whoever's decided to go out there in this negative setup I know John never said it's not but it is <laughs> if it's not then it needs to change anyway because yeah. whatever it is it's not working uh, that's how the performance have been coming out negative Something needs to change, and a little bit of positive sort of drive at it is going to lift us, lift supporters, and and I think change the atmosphere a little bit. Obviously, results will do that as well, but the performances in particular need to improve. Yeah, they certainly do. Well, uh, that's almost it for this week. We'll do the pound prediction game in a minute, but first and foremost, let's take uh, care of other bits of business. Uh, cup progression away from the league. We always like a little break. Uh, makes it three consecutive Saturdays away from home Shrewsbury is uh, the destination in a week's uh, a week tomorrow in the FA Cup second round 
good league one side not been there for a few seasons but still a winnable game if we turn up and play good uh, perhaps it works in our favour that's away from home at the minute well the players have said they prefer wet, uh, playing away from home so there we go we've got three uh, like I said there in, in a row so um, no complaints really <laughs> and we all, we all know as well that obviously when we're having a bit of a bad period in the league if we get to the third round of the FA Cup and then draw a big team mm. with either at home or away or whatever that's going to create a buzz and that will then have a positive effect so for me that FA Cup progressing in the FA Cup it could be pivotal it could it could be it could as it did in our promotion season it could in some aspects change it sparked change us. our season yeah uh, it could but then we put a lot of pressure on that match at Shrewsbury so um, you know I, I think what we'll be will be with that obviously it'd be fantastic to progress although I'm fuming so I've just realised that if we do I'm in South Africa so I'm going to miss it so if we get a big draw <laughs> I am absolutely who books an holiday in January for oh. the third round uh, so I'm going to absolutely kick myself but obviously for the club it would be incredible so I'm, I'm happy with that draw it's a good draw not not, not, not a perfect draw but it's a, it's a decent one away from home I don't think I've done the new ground although my dad thinks I might have done so but either way I'm classed as a new ground for me so I'm happy with that yeah. per, on a personal level and like we said it's the players prefer playing away from home so hopefully for them it's a positive as well so we, all we can do in a way it's kind of a no-lose situation a bit like Burton was in a, in a fashion yeah. because the pressure's not on us to win we're the underdogs in that game whereas in the league we're not the underdogs which is as we spoke about earlier expectation level so yeah. the players can go out there um, it may be an opportunity to experiment with the team but you probably won't with it being FA Cup So, uh, but it's, it's an opportunity anyway where if we lose it's against a higher opposition so no one's going to really blame them uh, so it's a good, good it's a good draw for the club yeah it certainly is and then uh, a couple of days later which will make it a staggering five consecutive away games because we had Burton Macclesfield Swindon Shrewsbury and then we're away in the leasing.com tray for the uh, first knockout uh, stage of that uh, Port Vale we've been drawn against which I'm glad we were, we were in a little mini uh, draw yeah. and we, I think out of that we picked that one out as, as the one it's not too far to travel yeah. beatable side we should have won down there in the league early this season obviously uh, drew 2-2 two, two, uh, in that one they'll play a, a weakened side I'm presuming that because of their, their squad and the way they treat that competition we tend to play the stronger side but for me prize money's good mm -hmm. again another chance for us to play for Amari to get a game uh, basically and, and score and, and score <laughs> and still not get in the team the, the game after <laughs> um, but again a good competition which would then if we were successful in that game in the FA Cup game and against Swindon that would give us you know a positive sequence of results to take into that home game against Cheltenham so well, we've got to look at this momentum we were just talking about what can the, the players do to sort of get the fans back on side well in that sort of game Port Vale away and, and a bit like Shrewsbury as well where there's really not that much pressure that a bit like they did at Burton that is the opportunity yeah. I think they did I think a lot of people was like great this team I'm about showing that they can go and, and, and play and be positive so it's an opportunity for them to, to to do that again but hopefully take that positiveness into the into the league really that, it's a it's a good scenario and I'm happy with that it's, it's the best scenario especially for leasing.com 
as you said there opportunity to progress with get some money in the good park. prize money as well uh, and it can't be too, overlooked and it's not too far to go so uh, so why not why, why not go for that one I look at it in this way the players have openly said that they don't like playing at home at the moment they say they prefer playing away we've had a massive block an uncharacteristic really it's I, very strange I can't ever remember, remember this many away games to know if it has. five away games on the trot in all competitions um, and I've never known never known that um, I'm sure somebody can put us right or tell us if that's mm. ever happened etc but the point I'm trying to make is they enjoy playing away it's a good opportunity for them to travel to travel as a bunch just to be tight knit and to gather momentum to give us as supporters something positive to talk about some energy which we will all then take into that home game against Cheltenham uh, to try and pick up because after that we've got crew away and then two home games over the Christmas period which really we need to start winning picking and picking that up this is a good opportunity now to channel everything and to drive us in a positive direction no matter which way you look at it yeah. we've had a little moans we've had a little niggles let's sort it out it's as simple as that yep nice said the opportunity is there and the best way to do that is by going to a free scoring league leaders uh, Swindon away tomorrow <laughs> pound prediction at game time quick recap of the game if you don't know what it is each week uh, the panellists here on the Mansfield Matters podcast myself Nathan and Cam who again isn't here so we'll scribble his, uh, his column out put a pound into the Mansfield Matters pot and have to correctly predict the score of the game it has to be on the nail so if I say we win 1-0 but win 2-0 uh, I don't get anything because I didn't. it wasn't 1-0 um, on that one which is why so far only two points in this series have been scored My Nathan, myself and Nathan are drawing 1-0 Nathan got Newport 2-2 that was a long time ago <laughs> first day of the season and I got Carlisle away a 2-0 win Nathan your pound please for the there pound prediction pop thank you very much in that goes it's getting full now what is your prediction for Saturday positive 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 you're going to put absolutely defeat, I'm going to put some defeat sorry realistic <laughs> we've had this argument before and I came Every back week. and said told you so so uh, yeah yeah I'm sorry uh, obviously obviously I'll, I want to win but um, I'm, I'm in it for the money I'm afraid so uh, I'm going to have to go for a you're trying to defeat sorry oh, ouch but I wouldn't be surprised if they shock us all and pull out a result a bit like the sort of Carlisle away to be honest so once again well, on that basis then you went for a I went for a win on Saturday you did go for a win somebody's got to pull this back positive a draw against the top of the league is a good result um, that's all you I'm change gonna... your mind that's... you did tell me earlier you, was, you, you thought you were going to go for a defeat this this week which you don't normally do yeah we need positivity <laughs> on the show I don't want to be the bearer of bad news a one or draw I've gone for I'd take uh, for the snatch game we'd all snatch our hands off right now that would be the start of a positive uh, sequence for me if then we went on and did well in, in the two cup competitions um, I'd love us to win but realistically I think it's going to be a draw tough place to go but we have to turn our form around and turn our mentality around somewhere 
So there you we go. Do. But we never win at Swindon as well. That's the only thing as well. So that was been a while. That's also <laughs> played on my mind. Bit of a bag uh, of team. Well, there you go. Uh, that is pretty much it for this week's Mansfield Matters podcast. Thanks very much for watching us. If you've been watching the live feed or listening to us on the audio version, head over to our social media as well at MTFC Matters on Facebook and on Twitter, where we'll give you all the details about when we will be on and what time next week. Remember, for the next couple of Thursdays, uh, we will not be on due to work and other commitments. Uh, hopefully. Uh, the next time we speak to you it'll be with a bit more of a positive uh, outlook and uh, not in the mist that we are at the moment we are very very trying indeed the magic roundabout awaits stags on Saturday at Swindon can the stags take all the right exits and come home with a better more positive outlook on this season it's very tight in the league table fingers crossed as always support the stags www.mtfcmatters.co.uk is the place to be. We'll see you next time at 6.30 on the show for the fans and by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. It does indeed. And that is something for players, supporters and everyone alive to remember. Mansfield always matters. Until next time, we bid you farewell. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.